cafe anyway. Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome, welcome to Mike's Daily Podcast. I'm Mike Matthews, and I rap so fast. No, not really. Mike's Daily Podcast. It's ep- ep- episode 2393-2393. It's Mike Matthews. Can't you see? Can't you see? I be- what was that song by Boston? There was a song that they did. No, it wasn't uh, the one that everyone knows and sings along with. The more than a feeling. That one. No, it was... Mike's Daily Podcast. Can't you say you believe in me? Anyone remember that one? It came out after, we're ready. Mike's. We're ready. Daily. We're ready. Podcast. Amanda. Yeah. Was the one before that. Okay, we're talking mid-80s. And yours truly, Mike Matthews. Now with his gray beard. His gray, ever so fine beard. That's sort of all peppery and whatnot. Remembering Boston. But there was a song that can't you say you believe in me? Can't you say what you mean to me? That was such a great song. Tom Schulz, the late great Brad Delp. It's Brad Delp, right? I better know Brad Delp's name. There was a very interesting, weird, suspicious, just weird stuff going on at the end of his life, unfortunately, Brad Delp. But yeah, he he was he wasn't too old. He was 55, a little bit older than me now, but yeah. Oh, and if you google him, wow, one of the first things that dr- that the, they talk about the tragic death of Brad Delp, the secret that drove Boston singer to suicide and other things. It is a classic rock story, and maybe someday it will be a movie, who knows, but didn't mean to start off on such a sad topic. I did want to say, here we are. I think we've done three podcasts. Today will be the third podcast in a row, which is very good. And here's today's podcast picture. Despite the fact that it is called Mike's Daily Podcast, I get interrupted. Oh, and the podcast picture today will be of that place I went to over the weekend. The cool place in Alameda. And uh, if you have not been to this area in Alameda near the old naval base, what do they call that exactly? The retired naval base there in Alameda where they shot some of the Mythbusters episodes. Um, it, I'll figure it out in a second. And the late great Basil the Boxer and I walked around there. That's right. We, the, the USS Hornets out there It's a beautiful spot um, Let's see They call it, Well I guess Is it West Alameda There's the Well Robert W. Crown Memorial State Beach Is not right next to there But That is on Alameda But oh gosh I guess we will call that According to Google Maps It is just called uh, The Wow, it doesn't even name it. Okay. Anyway, Cafe Anyway. That's why we call it Cafe Anyway, by the way. West Alameda and the retired Air Force Base, USS Air, uh, USS Hornet Sea Air 
Space Museum is out there. And it's very interesting to see. One of the cool places to see in the Bay Area. Alright, so... I want to bring up a topic here. That I think it's going to be beneficial for a lot of you. And that's because I know... I know a lot of people have dealt with this. I know personally a lot of people who have dealt with this. And I think my mom, who never said this to me, but I think she might have dealt with this as well. But it is something called depression. Now, I went straight to the AARP.org website, which I think is very fitting. You know, AARP. When you turn 50, you get the AARP uh, letter sent to you saying, Hey, sign up with us and you'll get all kinds of discounts and coupons and whatnot. Maybe that's what causes depression is when you get a letter from the AARP. But they might be knowledgeable in these areas. And Barbara Stepko of AARP mentioned this about depression that it can hurt literally sadness is a symptom we're all familiar with but depression symptoms aren't limited to the mind the md a psychiatrist at the mayo clinic by the name of bruce Suter, said that in older people depression tends to manifest itself more often with physical symptomology than in younger people He says, I hurt more. I just don't feel right physically. Headaches, joint pain, fatigue, sleep disturbances, loss of appetite, and gastrointestinal issues are all part of this. If left untreated, which happens all too often when doctors are trying to get to the bottom of aches and pains and not asking about possible emotional issues, it can have dire consequences. The combination of mental and physical pain can be debilitating. In fact, clinical depression is the leading cause of disability worldwide, according to the WHO, the World Health Organization. We tell our primary care colleagues, this is according to Dr. Bruce Sutor, if you've got people coming in with different physical complaints that you just can't get to the bottom of, Start thinking depression. Women are most likely, almost twice as likely to be diagnosed than men. Women are particularly prone to depression, according to the Mayo Clinic. Some suspect this is due to hormonal fluctuations, particularly during menopause. Others believe that women may be more prone to chronic stress, the kind that might come from taking care of an elderly parent, for example, which can take a toll and lead to depression. But... It may also be that depression simply shows up differently in men who often appear angry or irritable rather than sad. This tendency can be traced back to boyhood, a time when many men are socialized to believe that it is unacceptable to show vulnerability. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcast Row Valley, Mont, the last place on earth. It's important that we normalize the fact that men get depressed and that it is acceptable to seek help from family, friends, and professionals. Symptoms of depression can look different when we're older. Some of us are genetically predisposed to developing depression. If you have depression, your first degree relatives, parents, offspring, full 
siblings have a two to three times greater chance of having it as well. But long-term stressful life situations and the challenges of aging, such as chronic illness or increasing disability, isolation, the death of a spouse, or struggling to adapt to retirement, that can also increase someone's risk of developing depression. Yes, those outside influences. Unfortunately, the disorder often goes untreated in older adults in part because their depression can be challenging to diagnose. Their symptoms are often different from those of younger adults. Rather than the classic symptoms of sadness, fearfulness, or hopelessness, they tend to display symptoms such as irritability, a lack of motivation or energy, or a disruption in sleep patterns, or appetite. And then there's a tendency to start withdrawing. That's what families notice first. Many older adults and even many clinicians don't recognize these symptoms as depression, especially because they often overlap with symptoms of other health conditions. Depression and dementia are especially easy to confuse. And it can affect your heart as well. Depression. It doesn't hold the same risk as high cholesterol, but it's close, apparently. Depression is. Depressed people tend to have less heart rate variability. Their heart is not as responsive to changes in activity levels, and they tend to have higher heart rates overall than people who are not depressed. These are factors that can lead to a cardiac event. Depressed people are also more likely to be more sedentary, more likely to be smokers, less likely to follow the recommended dietary guidelines, all things that can lead to the ticker trouble down the road. But according to a 2014 study from the Indiana University, early treatment for depression before the onset of cardiovascular disease may slice the risk of heart attacks and stroke by almost a half. That's right, early treatment for depression. And it says here, according to the AARP.org, antidepressants combined with therapy seems to be the most effective treatment. I've heard that before. Antidepressant used among all ages jump an eye-opening 400% between 88 and 2008. Medications aren't always warranted. With mild to moderate depression, there's good evidence that people can respond to certain types of psychotherapy such as cognitive behavior therapy. It teaches new ways of thinking and behaving, offers help in changing habits that may be contributing to depression. For managing major depressive disorder, antidepressants in combination with psychotherapy seem to work more effectively than either form of treatment by itself, according to the AARP. Certain behaviors, especially exercise, can help and can help with boosting your mood. Managing depression is more than just about take this pill. It's also engaging in healthy behaviors that can help to move the depression along. Probably the simplest, most effective treatment is exercise. You don't see people getting better from depression just sitting on the couch. Moderate intensity aerobic exercise, according to a 2016 study in the Journal of Psychiatric Research. Regular moderate intensity aerobic exercise had a large significant antidepressant effect in people with depression, including major depression.
depressive disorder. It appears that even modest levels, like a brisk walk around the neighborhood, that has benefits. Other lifestyle tweaks can supply a lift. Eating healthy, something leaning towards a Mediterranean diet chock full of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, that can help reduce symptoms of depression. The Boston University School of Medicine found evidence that mindfulness, we've heard that word many times on this podcast about like dealing with panic attacks and such, focusing on the, and worrying, focusing on the present through breathing exercises or yoga moves can not only offer relief from symptoms during each session, but cumulatively over time as well, help with depression. Also, the power of social interaction. A study in the American Journal of Psychiatry, Psychiatry focused on 106 modifiable factors that might affect people's risk of depression and found that far and away the most prominent of these factors was the frequency of confiding in others. So for more, of course, you would definitely want to consult your doctor. And mention depression. Now, I don't know. Uh, I looked through a lot of my mom's medical records. I'm sharing a lot here, but I'm, I'm just telling you at a glance and just, you know, in general, I did not see her really research depression. I mean, she pulled stuff, I think, off from Dr. Oz. And I believe me, I don't want to be Dr. Oz. I try and bring you. I'm not being paid by anybody. I'm not getting any money. All right, I take that back. I got 15 bucks <laughs> because on anchor.fm on one of the websites that my podcast gets uploaded to or that I, I upload the podcast to, they do a thing where if you do a quick little like uh, promotion for Anchor, they give you like a penny. And so I think after about... I think it's been a, a year and a half. I finally made $15 after a year and a half of it, of having that little commercial on there, which I don't know if any of you heard it, but it was true. I just basically said in the commercial what, what I do on the platform for Anchor. I mean, if you're a podcaster, you got to put it on somewhere. If you, and that's the fun thing about being a podcaster and not a YouTuber. Because a podcaster can put it on all kinds of platforms. You could be on Apple. You can be on Google. Stitcher. TuneIn. You're basically sitting... Your podcast is sitting on a server and being sent out. It's being served to all these different platforms. Yes, I am on YouTube. But as you know, YouTube likes to throw their weight around sometimes and be overly disciplinary for people that don't deserve it. And I'm, I'm not defending any crazy wacko nut jobs out there that say crazy theories. I'm saying that some, they went after me and all I was doing was talking about ballot harvesting and how I didn't know what it was and I just had questions about it and I was talking about information about what ballot harvesting is in general, what the concept is, not that it happened because I don't personally believe that it happened, but I don't think that's what, I don't think that's why the election turned out the way it did, like some people do, do think, but whatever, that's not here or there or anywhere up there. What's that up there? 
Well, that's the sky. That's what that is. Because we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcaster Valley. Did I mention Boston? Podcaster Valley Mont. Because it is more than a feeling. And I understand about uh, competition. I don't care if I get behind people living in... Wait, I understand about... I Now I've forgotten. Now I don't understand. I understand about indecision. I don't care if I'm left behind. People living in competition. All I want is to have some peace of mind. That's it. And maybe that's what we're all looking for. So I hope you find it, especially if you're dealing with depression. And don't be ashamed because it is affecting everyone these days. It is bad, bad stuff. So we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcaster Valley. But you can learn to deal with it, is what I'm saying. Look who's here. Well, Mike Matthews is killing you hard to stop survivors. It's really great to be here in Podcaster Valley, Mike Matthews. Thanks for doing a podcast today. You got it. Look who else is here. Whoa, Mike, this is Floyd the Floor Man. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Yeah, very informative, Mike. Thank you very much. I love Boston, too. Tom Schultz. That was the guy, the guitarist. He's a genius. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> Next show, it'll be the wonderful Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, the brewmaster. You can chime in about anything we cover today. 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6-MM as in Mike Matthews. Daily as in what this podcast tries to be and has been. Sometimes gets interrupted. You know how it is. Okay, take it away, Frank. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.